Welcome to Sacred Stories, a podcast put on by the Office of Christian Leadership, Vocation, and Retreats in Campus Ministry at the University of Dayton. I'm Sammy. And I'm Julia. Join us every other week as a member of the UD community shares how their story intersects with a reading from a sacred text and encourages us to explore that same intersection in our own lives. My name is John Brunn, and this is the University of Dayton Campus Ministries Sacred Stories. Today, I will be discussing doubt and its role in my faith journey. And what better way to understand doubt and faith than through the story of the walking on the water? This is a story from Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 33. Then he made the disciples get into the boat and precede him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was left there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened, and, beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him, and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were on the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is a story that I'm sure many of you listening here have heard before, uh, but I want to delve a little bit deeper into what this story says about Peter, the disciples, and me. Uh, Going into a little bit about Peter, um, something that is just incredible about this story is his bravery. Um, He is one of the only disciples to trust in the Lord enough to believe that he will actually defy physics and walk on the water, despite all of his fears and doubts. See, Peter trusts in God, but his faith falters when he feels the strength of of the wind against him. However, one of the curious things I think that um, comes out of this passage is how God scolds Peter for doubting at all, saying, Oh, you of little faith. I don't think that this is necessarily Jesus's disapproval for Peter, nor a sign that he was not fit to bear this miracle, but rather it, I think, commends Peter for his faith in stepping out of the boat at all, while simultaneously calling him to challenge himself to be better than he was. I think one of the uh, quotes from uh, one of my favorite shows, The Chosen, is by Mary Magdalene, where she says, I was one way, and now I'm completely different. And the thing that happened in between was him. 
I think that this shows what Jesus is calling us to do from this passage. Have faith like Peter. Step out of the boat. Make the hardest choice possible, that first leap towards God. And when we are able to take those little leaps of faith every single day, we can take a look back at who we were before and see how radically different we are now, knowing that the change was because of him, because of God. I think that one of the biggest misperceptions about living a faithful life is that you have to be perfect in everything you do at all times. Uh, Yet Jesus did not call on those that were perfect in the eyes of man, but those who were broken, lost, and forsaken, so that they might be healed, found, and loved for all eternity. I think something that I'd like to talk about today um, from my own experiences is about that questioning of faith, that that doubt. Um, so over this past summer, uh, there's a Catholic summer camp called uh, Damascus uh, that my roommate helped out and led this past summer. Uh, that was absolutely life-changing for him. Um, and while he was there, he would talk about this book of miracles that um, any... Uh, any person that was there on at Damascus or anybody that was um, a retreatant or a um, participant in any way, shape, or form, they were able to write in this book uh, about their stories, about the miracles that they experienced while at Damascus. Uh, and then shortly after that summer, I had the fortunate opportunity to go and visit on a weekend retreat uh, up at Damascus with a couple of my buddies and several other UD students, um, both from like past leadership at Damascus and um, those involved on campus. Uh, And I was actually able to read through some of the healings and miracles of this book, uh, miracles of mind, body, and spirit. But when I read them, I only found doubt. I think I had this deep set prejudice against the book that even when I looked at the text in front of me, this physical proof of a miracle, I could, I could not and did not believe with my own eyes. Like doubting Thomas in the gospels, I wanted proof more than what I could read, but something I could touch, see, or experience with my own eyes. And yet, I also knew that this wasn't a real possibility, as these were stories from weeks past, uh, some of them even current stories that I know that I wouldn't be able to search down and find that that physical proof that I think I was looking for. Um, Nor do I think it would have even been really helpful, um, because when I had the opportunity to pray for somebody to have a miracle on at Damascus on site, somebody that I really truly cared for, I still doubted. I doubted that if I believed, I feared that if I believed, I would be let down, that they would be let down. Uh, this is this is a story that goes into a little bit of what I've been struggling with, both internally and externally through dialogue with friends and family and peers. But 
it's never been something that I've been able to find peace with. That that is, um, until this past weekend, I I think. I'm part of a faith group on campus called Valorous. Uh, In this semester, we've been focusing uh, each week on different fruits of the Spirit. And specifically this past Sunday, uh, we focused on peace. Uh, While we were talking about peace, there was a, a discussion about the difference between the physical subjective feelings of peace and easiness. Um, and that objective type of peace that comes, say, after a war, uh, an almost contractual peace with God, uh, something that truly can only come from the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. In this light, we discussed how peace can exist in our hearts, regardless of the physical feelings that we feel inside of us. Uh, To this, my mind immediately went to the war going on in my heart about God's power and influence on this earth. Um, But but that day, instead of submitting to this fear and doubt, uh, I decided to take a pause and look ahead at the promise of God's kindness and mercy in my life um, and his promise for eternal life, eternal peace in heaven. To me, this meant that although I was struggling with the specifics of my faith journey, with some of the doubts of miracles on earth, if I were to strive for him and think just about what it meant to strive for him, I felt at peace. I think that only because God, God, because God is the only one that can produce this peace and not the devil, then what I'm actually searching for is him and his love. And even though I can doubt the miracles that are at hand, I know that when I search for him, in those miracles and take that step towards faith that God is there, that God is there with me and with those in that miracle. So I want to reread some of the passage uh, once again, um, just to tie this back uh, to what we read at the beginning. At once, Jesus spoke to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? For me, I think this passage showcases my doubt very clearly in the disciples that stay on land or stay in the boat, rather. With Jesus being the promise of peace in the water in front of me. The water being 
that turmoil, that doubt in him and his power. But as long as I continue to get off of the boat, strive for God, then even when I fall short, he will be there to pick me up, to guide me back to safety, and continue to challenge me to be better tomorrow than I was today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sacred Stories. I've been John, and I hope everyone continues to get off the boat to follow Jesus. Blessings. Thank you for listening to Sacred Stories, produced by Campus Ministry at the University of Dayton. We would like to give a huge shout out to everyone that contributes to the production of this podcast. Our theme music is by Scott Paplow, Associate Director of Liturgy for Pastoral Music. Additional support for this podcast is provided by the Office of Christian Leadership, Vocation, and Retreats. Please consider subscribing to our podcast so that you can get notified when new episodes are released. Additionally, we invite you to rate and review us wherever you may be listening so that it's easier for others to find us. Our podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on our Campus Ministry website. We hope this and future episodes inspire you to explore sacred texts and experiences and witness how they intersect with your own faith life. If there are ways we can support and accompany you on your journey of faith, please reach out to us. You can learn more about Campus Ministry on our website, udayton.edu slash ministry, our Instagram at udcampusministry, and on our Facebook page. Also check out our Campus Ministry YouTube channel for more faith-related content. Since the academic year is ending, we'll be taking the summer off and we'll return when classes resume in the fall. Thanks again for listening to this season of the Sacred Stories podcast. We hope you enjoyed the sacred stories that have been so meaningful to us. Have a wonderful day.